is Matt, and I love white tennis shoes. I'm a white tennis shoe addict. Hi, I'm Dina Renee, and I'm a pop singer that can really creepily sound like Britney Spears. I think I did it again. Welcome to the Down to Date podcast. This is the podcast where we bring two complete strangers into the podcast studio and see if they are match made in podcast heaven. We are acting as if we are flies in the wall on a first date. It can't get any more fun than that. So make sure you guys stay tuned and I will introduce our first contestants. All right. Thank you, Matt and Dina, for joining me in the podcast studio. Um, yeah, we're going to we're going to get down to date. You guys ready? It's going to happen. For all this craziness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the first section of our little podcast here is story time. So you want to kind of get all the surface level questions out of the way. You're going to be telling me your life story in one minute. OK. Oh, my God. I know. It's intimidating. <laughs> it is intimidating. But I have faith in both of you. Um, I think, Matt, you're going to go first. All right. Are you oh, ready? All, All right. Yes, I'm ready. One minute on the breath. clock. On your mark, get set, go. Okay. I was born into a military family. Uh, we lived around all over the place, so we never lived in one place for very long. We uh, we lived. I started in Oklahoma. We went to Germany. We lived in Kenya. We lived in Panama and Latin America, New York, Florida, California, Tennessee, Kentucky, all, all over the place. Um, so I was really nerdy in school. Uh, I always kind of liked school. Oh, is that? Is it almost done already? Oh, no. You're no, still. You're oh, oh, oh okay. Wait. Oh, yeah. No, no. I've, I'm halfway oh, done. You're I'm halfway, halfway done. done. Okay. Yeah. I'm halfway done. Uh, so, <laughs> Very observant. Uh, because, we, <laughs> because, we, uh, because we were growing up uh, all over the place, you know, we didn't have YouTube or Netflix or anything like that. So uh, when we were living overseas, my mom would come back and she would have a box of VHS and a box of books. So that's how I fell in love with books and movies. Uh, and that oh. carried on till now. I, uh, I do a lot of writing. So uh, I write. I tell stories. Um, and that's where that comes from. So there we go. Oh my God, that was beautiful. Ta-da! <laughs> that's me in a nutshell. You got five seconds left. So great. You got so much in there. I did it. Military family. Yeah. You traveled so much. All over the place. Wow. What was your favorite place that you've lived? Uh, it, it, and this is, it is LA. I love living really? here. Really? So I've lived here for several years. I, I really, really like it. Um, but probably the you know, the, the wildest place that we lived was Kenya. Like living in Kenya was super cool. I have a couple friends actually that live in Kenya. And I've never been. But um, it You looks, should go. Yeah, yeah. It seems like I definitely want to visit. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. I Let's go there. We'll go. We'll go. That'll be a se- <laughs> okay, second date. All right, second guys. Date. Bye. Kendall's Kenya. still going to come with us. Okay. Man, so you find yourself in L.A. and mm-hmm. you're a children's book author, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, so for the longest time, I wrote um, like middle grade teen kind of fiction. Uh, but uh, lately, the last couple of years, I've really been focused on uh, more like television writing. So Ooh, I was going to say teen. So you're all about that romance. No, 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 no. No, not, oh, not come a lot on. of romance. Teen, no? No, not Twilight. Oh, okay. Oh, I was going to say, no, whenever I think of like no. a teen book, I think of budding romances, no. puberty, going wild. That only started with like the Twilight stuff. So That's true. Which was very popular. Maybe if I was smarter, I would There's like a subtle bit of sexuality. I would like a self-help book for teens, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like to love yourself. She can yourself. suit for the soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we got an idea there. That's yes. no. it's a good start. Yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. Right, okay. Cool. Dina, are you ready? Can you follow that? I talk way too much and my stories are so long. This is gonna be really hard. Okay. I, let's try. I have full faith that you will get your life story in one minute. Okay. All right, and your mark, get set, go. All right. So I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. I lived there my entire life in the same house. Um my parents, um, my mom was a coal miner's daughter. My dad was a son of a preacher. Um, I, um, yeah, I, I wanted to be a singer since I was three years old. Um, I heard Mariah Carey, and I taught myself how to play piano, started writing songs, was really, really shy about it because both my brother and my sister also did music as well, and they kind of made fun of me a little bit. So I ended up 
just growing up, I was the youngest. Um, my sister and brother are five and nine years older than me. Um, went to school, went to University of Tennessee. Then my mom got really sick, and I um, didn't know what to do. I ended up, um, after I graduated, I managed a guest store. And then um, I came here, asked the universe for three signs whether or not I should be here. My store closed, my house got bulldozed, and then my mom was cancer-free at the time. So that's why I moved to L.A. to be a singer and actress after school. And I think I have three seconds. And, um, yeah, my biggest fears have already come <laughs> true in life, and that's why I'm here. That was here. so yeah. great, though. Man, that wow. was sad. So yeah. great. Well, yeah, that was Okay. Yeah, those are Good. three signs. Your story, your story should be a book. <laughs> That's that should, true. You've got a, you've got a great story. There's more sad things I left out. No, I'm just oh, <laughs> well, no. you only had a minute. So, <laughs> the first date, you know, you can, we're going to get to all the sad things and all the crazy stuff. But um, Tennessee. So, how, how long have you been in California? I've been here. Um, it'll be eight years. Oh my God! In December, but. Um, when I came out here, I was kind of like back and forth because my mom, like her cancer, it came back and it was just, I was a mess like when I met you on that show because I was just like, what am I going to do if anything happens to my mom? So I was back and forth literally half of every year. I would go back like three or four months at a time. So I basically call it, I think I've, honestly, I feel like I've really been here for technically years. Like, Yeah, but, because you were in and out in the beginning. Yes. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I just know this is like where I was always supposed to be and like I know that Without my mom's help, I wouldn't have even gotten here. And it's amazing that I'm still alive with after losing her and everything. So after losing my mom, I've just been really focusing on my music and like doing the things I was scared to always do, like performing live because I felt like I didn't have enough songs. And now I perform live everywhere, and it's really fun. That's but awesome. but yeah, so that's kind of my story. That's Man, longer than a minute. Well, you've conquered it all. I mean, I feel like when you first moved to LA, it's already difficult enough to try to live in the city and to have the combination of all that going on in your life. It is admirable that you are still here and still kicking it and making yeah. it happen. No idea how. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, are we going to get to hear you sing today? No pressure, but sing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, I'm not even the host. We don't even have the bucket of, you know. Um, this is a song I wrote when I first moved here. Um, it's called All in Front of You. Everything you ever wanted, anything you ever needed, is right here with me. And the chorus is like, it's all, it's all in front of you. No matter what you do, it's all, it's all in front of you. That's a song about being in the oh, friend wow. zone. Wow. <laughs> wow. Happens a lot. I'm always hoarse. I have a really good Macy Gray impression. It's like it's yeah. No, you so. have like a really smoky kind of voice. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank Those you. are the sexiest voices. Yeah. I will say oh. with like the hoarseness because I've always wished my voice is a little bit hoarse so I can like you know kind of that smooth like smoky sound. I like it. That was Thank great. You. I like it. Thank I can't you. believe you were I'm ever shy insecure. about singing. <laughs> right. I was. I pretty much just would make fun of myself and do impersonations of people because and that's I, when I came out here. I did stand up comedy. Like that was one of the things I did. Oh. But so that was kind of my thing. I, oh, stand up yeah. comedy is the I would venture to say one of the hardest things to do in front of people. I don't know how I did that, but the lights are on you. You can't see anything. So then you just tell a couple stories, sing a couple impersonations and pretend that didn't happen. Get off the stage. Yeah, you were saying that uh, when you're was she I had an impersonation earlier of Britney Spears and I was very blown away. It was it was very good. <laughs> I think I did it again. We sing from the same place. I just oh sing God. like her. <laughs> no, that We're was it same, though. Like surely even in just soul, a couple of right? notes. 
Halloween costume set every time. Yeah. Oh, you're, like are to, you always Britney? I just like to be blonde. I like yeah. wigs. Wigs are great. You gotta switch it up. You know, yeah. I'm I'm thinking about getting down with a wig this year too. Oh, I have a lot. You can borrow really? some. Thank I have you. Tons. Thank yeah. you. All right, so. If uh, singing in front of everybody wasn't scary yeah. enough, and I really admire you, you you singing in front of us, I loved it. I um, we are now going to do something very scary. Well, you have to do something very scary. Right. Uh, this is the jar of questions you never want to bring up on a first date. Okay. So we're going to have Matt go first. Now, am I pulling the one that I'm going to ask her, or am I answering you both this have one? To, you both have to answer it. You're both oh, not both getting away from it, it. But uh, you can answer it first. I'm I, just going right on You're top. fine. I already told you my mom passed away, which is not something you tell someone on a first date either. So. I feel like that's something that should <laughs> that's be said on the story, first date, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this one's really thoughtful. So uh, what are the two biggest lessons you've learned from previous relationships? Uh, I mean, definitely be honest faster, like, is probably one. Like, you know, don't don't let things sit in the back of your mind for a really long time when you know it's, you know, you know, maybe the energy's off. Or it's like, wow, I feel like I should say this. You know, say it faster. And um, I feel like there's a story behind that one. Well, I mean, I, I, there's no dramatic story behind that. But, you know, like, for example, if if the person you're dating is vegan and you like meat, like, and you're just sort of like, is this going to be an issue? And you just sort of leave that in the back mm-hmm. there. You don't want to build resentment. Yeah, just That's ask the important at the beginning. Thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Just ask at the beginning. Like, is it cool if I eat steaks all the time? <laughs> and if it's not, then... <laughs> no death stares during yeah, dinner. Yeah, no, no judgment stares. Later, yeah. Second biggest lesson that I've learned is never do dinner on the first date. Really? Never do dinner on the first Why date. Why not do dinner on the first date? I always feel like that's like the classic first date. So there's a couple of reasons not to do dinner on the first date. One... You're stuck for the full length of dinner. That's like true. if it's going, if it's turned south, like whatever, you can finish a drink a lot faster than you can finish a meal. So you true. know whether it's a coffee or whatever, like you can. You I can think hit a lot the of this stems button. from the vegan. <laughs> no, no, no. She was very sweet. She was very sweet. Uh, 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 and like I said, we did, we didn't go out to eat very often. Because, so, uh, but also, you know, just you know, if you if you're dating to meet someone and you know you're going to go on like six or seven or eight kind of first dates or whatever like dinner's expensive in los angeles yeah. like that's true you know, i don't want to seem cheap or anything but it's no, like but if it's you take if put... you take eight people out to yeah. first dinner like that's 16 a lot. meals that's a lot that's... you know double double that it's and i, I am I, I do feel like i'm old-fashioned in that i think the guy should pay for the first few times like and no one wants to eat food in front of the person when you're meeting them for the first exactly. time exactly right exactly. Like, even if it's a it's salad awkward. it's just like so like, I think coffee know. or a drink or even like a short hike. Like, yeah, the hike is a good one. Yeah. I take everyone to karaoke. That, <laughs> I will right, say I that is the ultimate, the, first the best day. first date is karaoke. <laughs> Wonder why I'm single. <laughs> what, are your, what are your two things you've learned from a past, past relationship? Um, I, It's hard because I feel like I really fell in love with somebody that I found out had an anger problem. And that was really scary for me because it was like, once I'm in love with somebody, like, I don't want to give up on them. So I guess kind of letting go, like, once you feel like the first sign of knowing they have an anger problem, like, run. Like, mm-hmm. like you have to know the moment someone calls you a name or something that's bad, like, mm-hmm. leave then and, like, don't think that it's going to change because it could get worse, you know? So I think that was a lesson. Like, now, like, if I see a red flag, like, literally, I I dated a guy recently that... I, he sent me like a long text that was crazy, and I was like, "Nope, never gonna see Those this guy again." Paragraph texts are never a good thing. No, like for a guy that sends a long text, that's yeah. so strange. But, anyways, it was something like I can just tell right away now if somebody has an anger problem. Like I don't want that. Yeah. Um, and then probably the next thing I learned would just be 
Um, I'm I'm the kind of person like if something bothers me, I want to understand like why because I don't ever want to think the wrong thing. Um, but I think sometimes like I can come off wrong like in confronting people too much about things. So just kind of not taking I don't know, just kind of like realizing more so, which I think I have fixed. Like I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Kind of like make sure you open up initially as opposed to holding it in. Is that kind of what you're saying or? Yeah, yeah, I, I think that was, that's one thing. I, I love to be like understood. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the thing like I, I, I in, the, in, the, in the next relationship I get in, I want the guy to literally, if anything ever bothers him, I want him to come to me and not, what, yes. what you were saying, like I don't want you yeah. to like not tell yeah. me because you don't want to deal with the issue and then yeah. like blow up later, you know? Well, there's the fear of thinking you're gonna scare someone off by expressing your feelings yeah. or, hurt their, or hurt their feelings, I think is one of the main things yeah. that yeah. Uh, that's difficult with, so. Complete transparency. That's how I am. Yeah, I, I would have to say that's something I definitely. Have and I think a lot well. of people. But it's hard. Can't it is scary. It. It's scary yeah. at the beginning to just tell people things about yourself. Yeah, it's so. like, yeah. these are my feelings. <laughs> Please don't crush them. This is the worst thing about me. <laughs> yeah, just well, gonna go we're going to be expressing all the feelings yes. here. Um, Dina. Oh. Number two. Dina's gone deep in there. Oh yeah. Pulling out something. She's not good. messing around. Do you have any health issues? Oh. I'm I'm dying. No. Um. <laughs> No, I hope not. Um, I had I have a fake tooth. Um, that's why my teeth look. Wait, way. what happened? How'd you? Um, I've had like twenty something surgeries. I knocked out a tooth when I was an eight years old. I was on a bicycle and my dress blew up, so I let go of the handlebars to pull it down. Well, and I would I, too. And I knocked I, it yeah, out. Yeah, I mean that was the right I tried choice. To I think. save it. I've been through like torture. Like I'm not even kidding. But so finally, I was like, give me the whitest shade you guys got because I yeah. can't. It looks great. But it looks thanks. great. I yeah, never would have known. That was that transparency. Lifelong thing. I have to literally. They're gonna have to be redone every ten years or something. Oh, ten years. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah. So, anyways, it's kind of um, that would be. And then I had kidney issues when I was a child. I had like bladder reflux. I know it's kind of weird, but yeah, that was the only thing. I never have to pee, so on road trips, <laughs> oh. I just never have to go. It's fine. Long flights, that's a super, road that's trips. That's a great superpower. I know. I don't. Re- I think that they must still go the wrong direction, but I had the. I don't know. You have a very large. I should bladder. probably get that checked out, and probably <laughs> yeah, should not. I should probably not drink alcohol. You should tell alcohol. someone about that. Well, we won't have any potty breaks during the podcast, which so, is great. Yeah, yeah, I don't ever. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, those could be my health issues. Oh. For now, and I pray to God I never get colon cancer. Yes, so. knock on wood. We'll see, yes. <laughs> right, yes. how about you, Matt? Any- Gosh. Yeah, no, 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 um, no crazy health issues. I, I have, um, I do have something artificial in me too. I've got a screw holding my left foot together because I was in a motorcycle accident. Oh, hey, so how, how'd that, that happen? Cool. Motorcycle accident? Yeah, uh, well, it was a, a drunk driver. It was on San Vicente, uh, and he just kind of lurched out into the road, and I went into the street, and the bike landed on my foot. Oh, dang. And then he like lurched off, you know. He left me there, and people that had to come out of jerk. their people had to come out of their house and pull me out of the road. Uh, he just left. He did. The audacity of that man. And or then, we don't know. Where when they he? took me to the <laughs> they took me to the hospital, they X-rayed my foot only from the side, and like I guess it looked fine. And they thought I had just sprained my ankle, and they didn't even give me an aspirin. Like they thought I was just being a big wimp. Like oh. I had this big cut on my oh my, my arm, and, and they were going to send me out. I was in the the wheelchair to be rolled out. And I was kind of like rocking back and forth because it was hurting so bad. And the last nurse to, to look over at me looked at the top of my foot, which had swollen up like this. And so they went in and x-rayed from the top and my navicular bone had split in half. Like it was literally broken wow. in half like Thank this. goodness, because if that came untreated, like you would have been. Well, I probably would have had like a huge lawsuit and yeah. like have oh, a dang big it. house. Yeah, so much money. Like, I... <laughs> oh, well, you know, maybe. Well, we're going to bring oh, in another back into the yeah. Back into the jar? No, right. I'm going to do a different color. I'll do green this time. Okay, yeah, I was like, did I do the green first time? Okay, yes. Green. 
Um, what is the hardest thing you have had to go through? Really don't want to bring this up on a first date. Man, these are <laughs> but these are things that have to get out there in the world. So, uh, interestingly enough, you know, my dad died of cancer when I was when I was young. I was a kid. Oh, sorry. Um, to hear that. So, oh well, you know, I mean, it, it was a long time ago, but you know, that is one of those things that I, I don't think it matters how old you you get. You, you're always kind of dealing with it. You know, I mean, there's been other really hard things that I think I've gone through, but. You know that that's one that just kind of kind of sticks with you when you you lose your parent, especially when you're young, and um, you know, it, yeah, it's just sort of like it echoes down the the corridor of your life or whatever. So uh, I'll go with that one. Well, how old were you? I was six. The... Six. You're yeah, very I was six. young. I was young. Wow. I was young. Wow. Um, so, but you know, I mean, it's influenced like my writing and and uh, you know, I, you know, it's, it's hard to think like, well, you know, would I go back and change that? You know, of course I would, but you know, then would you have ended up the same person? You know, I don't know. Yeah, so. very true. I almost feel like in a lot of stories, in a lot of writing, um, death is something that's very prevalent in the beginning, always. And that always spurs, like, it does. a yeah. different kind of path, a different kind of totally. lifestyle than you would totally. have had before. So how about you? How about you, Dina? Oh, gosh. Um, just honestly, um, that time in my life right before I moved here, when my mom got cancer, that was, like, my biggest fear ever. And, like, I... Um, yeah, when that happened, you don't. I didn't think that was gonna ever happen at that time that it did, and so just the fact of like not knowing whether I would still be able to live my life without her, that was the hardest thing. And then after she passed, I was I was just I'm still numb. Honestly, it's been four years, so it's kind of something like every day is a little hard. But it's I was literally I didn't cry the day she died because it was something like I was just in shock kind of thing. Um, so the hardest thing was just going through the what if. She passed away. How would I even live? You know, um, and then right before that happened, I had a friend that was murdered. My one of my oh best my friends, and that's part of why I moved to LA at the time. Um, yeah, literally, there's like a Dateline NBC about it. It's crazy, but wow. she um, was my literally at my house the day the guy that killed her picked her up from my house. I didn't even know she was seeing him. Wow. Um, I get a call the next day from my friend. She's like, "Please tell me Brooke is at your house. Like they found a body." I'm like, what, like, what are you talking about? You know, and it, like, that moment to me, honestly, that was the worst day of my entire life. Yeah. And it was worse than the day my mom died. It was literally the worst day. And um, that was the hardest thing. And Brooke really, like, believed in, like, my singing and stuff. So um, I should cry on the first day, too. Oh, um, no. But, yeah, but she really just, like, after it happened, like, I just was like, I've got to get out of this town. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. here I have, like, this cute house that I love. I, but, like, but I've got to get out of here. I was like, I feel like my mom is going to be okay. And literally when I got here, she was in remission. So I would have never moved here if my mom wasn't in remission. There's no yeah. way. And so that little three-month time period or whatever it was, and then that happening to Brooke, it really, like, forced me to be like, God, life is short. Mm -hmm. This girl was beautiful, had so many things she could have done. Her life was taken for no reason shot. Like, it's it's, it's just really messed up. So that's like those that, that those couple of years honestly the hardest time in my whole life really was and yeah. then moving somewhere by yourself was hard but yeah in a lot yeah. of ways i feel like death inspires people who are still living in a lot of ways because you feel like you're faced with your own mortality yeah right? and just to be that close to somebody like i mean it was like my best friend and then it was 
my mom. Like, I was just like, what? Just to know that you can survive without them is crazy. So now, like, the things I used to care about, I used to care about, like, clothes. If someone borrowed something without asking, I would freak out. Like, now I'm like, take anything you want. <laughs> yeah. like, literally, I give everything to everyone. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about anything anymore. It's a mental shift, a yeah. complete mental shift. Like, anything I'm, like, like very sentimental about, I'm like, let's let's get rid of that. The yeah. more you lose, like... Well, right? so you must be super tough. You seem, you seem like you're probably double tough. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but that's yeah. what my mom used to say. Oh. Oh, wait. Okay, well, we have one more I question. I hope we don't have a sad question. Yeah, we've got to get... I don't think we take get, any more of these. I almost cried. What color has have we picked so far? Is there a fourth color in there? I crying. All right, pick a blue one. Pick a blue one. I think the blue... Yeah, the blue... Oh my God! Why are you still single? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? what is wrong with you? That, that question so actually is paraphrased. What is wrong with you? Yeah, because <laughs> I'm too much you now. Um, because I tell people that long story probably on the first date. Because I like to be understood. Like I have to tell people exactly everything so I feel like they get me. But probably because I take them to karaoke and they're like, "What the heck? Like, why are you on the furniture at Barney's Beanery singing?" That is Britney? definitely a daring choice for I first just... date is karaoke. Yeah. What's your go-to song? What's... Um, I like to sing "Circus" by Britney. <laughs> it yes. just feels right. I guess I, I, I feel like I'm already date, there for that like... first date karaoke song. Yeah, I yeah I think that they're probably really afraid. They always come back. I'm telling her I meet really great guys and they disappear and they come back. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just that I like to dance around and act like an idiot sometimes. So you know they they might as well see me at my worst in the beginning. That's my mind. It, it can only go up from there. <laughs> yeah, I don't like put on like yeah. I'm like always myself. So I think that's. I think I might just be too much. I feel like karaoke would be the best first date. I do too. I feel like that would like that just completely shatters all your insecurities if you just go for it because you want to be, maybe the, be with someone who would just go well, for it. Well, the guy doesn't have to sing, but it's I I like karaoke bars because. LA has a lot of uptight places. Let's be, you know, like, and I feel like when people are singing, they're going out of their comfort zone. The energy in the room and in the bar the night they have karaoke is just always more fun. Even if you're not oh, yeah. singing, it's just I people. I love karaoke. Are, it's just a good vibe. Yeah. Like, What's that, your threshold for bad singing though with the guy? Like, how ooh. how bad can he be where you'll still go out on a second date with him? As long as he doesn't think he's like a good singer, like if he's if he makes a joke out of it, like I had a guy once like play piano. It was Adele song. I hope he doesn't ever listen to this. And it was, he like really thought he was good. And I'm telling you, he was like, never mind, I'll find. Like I, I can't even explain. Adele's how bad a hard one was. to tackle. Yeah, I mean, like for first karaoke song. As long as like you have to just know, like I know I'm not good at sports, so like I don't really want to play sports. So like if I do, I'm gonna be like this is gonna be really bad. But like if a guy knows that they're a bad singer and they still go for it, then well I definitely know I'm bad. Yeah, it's just the getting, it's just the going for it part. You don't have the best. Do they group have to song, sing? You know, yeah. like, I don't think it's a bad idea to get really drunk on a first date, but I would have to get really mm. drunk to sing. So that could be why I'm single too. <laughs> <laughs> drunk well, Dina, I don't how know. About, how about you, Matt? Why do you think you're still single? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? Why I think. I'm still single and why I'm actually still single yes. might be two totally <laughs> different things. I like to think it's because I've been really career focused and like, you know, which is kind of selfish, right? But I mean, at the same time, like I don't want to, you know, I don't want to lead someone on and say like, you know, hey, we're going to get into this thing and I'm going to be super focused on you when actually like I'm going to spend like all this time writing or, or whatever. So, um, but you know, I, I think, you know, probably if, if uh, you know, if you meet that one person you know, you'd be willing to sacrifice, you know, kind of everything exactly. else. So, so I say that, but it's probably just because there. I just haven't met the person that would, you know, that can understand would tip the balance. Or maybe that, would, yeah, yeah, exactly. Makes sense the time in your life. I think it isn't only um, 
who it is that you meet it's when you meet them yeah. completely i think that's a huge part that has to do with finding the right person mm-hmm. um all right well after <laughs> all those heavy in-depth questions um we're gonna take a little bit of a break guys stay tuned next up we have some game time <laughs> i feel like we had a really heavy but really interesting first half of the podcast um but i definitely want to bring up lighten the mood a little bit we're going to do <laughs> game time we're actually going okay. to be doing a debate inspired by one of our contestants uh dina we're going to do britney spears is she the best artist of all time you're going to say yes and you're going to say no oh, no so dina why <laughs> is britney like spears... been put in a really tough position <laughs> so dina why is britney spears an amazing artist Well, she comes up with every single thing that she's ever done. Nobody really knows that. She literally um, has always been driven to do what she's doing now. But I mean, now she's not doing anything right now, but she's taking Brickard up. But um, yeah, she also co-writes all of her songs, pretty much. Um, People just don't give Britney enough credit. And I feel like the thing that really drew people to her in the very beginning, she's actually the reason why I believed in my own voice is because the first time I ever heard her I thought it was me on the radio because I had recorded myself. Anyways, I'm going. And so anyways, when I started, when I saw her music video for Baby One More Time, I just felt her soul and I connected to it because she came up with that concept for that video. So I think you could just tell how much she really cared about what she was singing and everything. And that's why everyone connected to her at that time, which made her... Yeah, loving Britney made me believe in myself. She's she's definitely a very well-known artist, but she went through a rough patch. So Matt, what do you have to say on the other end of it? Well... I don't know if I'm going to be the 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 best anti-Britney, like because I I mean I think you've got to have respect for. Her. I mean she, you know she really did kind of like, you know she probably was the one who initiated that whole you know but this late nineties teen the debate pop is thing. Struggling. Oh, yeah. All right. So so all right on the con side, I guess if I did have a, a Britney knock, it would be. Like, I, I don't think she's got the hugest voice. Like her, her voice is very specific to her. It's not bad. I. I can't sing. I mean, like, so I like I'm in no position to be like, well, I don't, you know, but like maybe compared to like, say, some of her peers, like uh, Christina Aguilera, like Christina Aguilera has like this yeah. huge voice or whatever. So, you know, like I said, her voice isn't necessarily the hugest, uh, you know, but, you know, as a performer, though. Yeah, again, no, I'm, I'm, I'm anti. Oh I'm anti. Okay. I'm anti. What Perfect. do you have to say? Okay. How about this way? What do you have to say about um, her difficult years where there was a shaving of it the head was, the, the shaving of the head was a little bit like, like, you know, holy cow, like, man, fame does that to you. Like, I, I mean, I guess some people handle fame really well, mm, but yeah. maybe a lot of people don't. Okay, because you guys are both the nicest people in the world with the debate, <laughs> we're going to get into some in-depth questions, and I feel like we'll have a little bit of little bit of uh, interesting topics with these. So I'm going to be leaving during this, um, leaving it all to you guys. So without further ado, um, yeah. All right. Go what are you going to do? <laughs> the questions are all, they're, they're very serious, though. All right, here's God. another serious question. What trait do you value in yourself that you want people to see? Um, That I value in my... I mean, I I think I'm... Most of my friends say I'm, like, the most caring person ever. And I, I will do anything for anyone. Like, I just want everyone to be successful. And, like, I want everyone to do what they're supposed to do with their life. So I think that that's a trait that I wish I could find in other people that, like, that really want to, like, Rise people up and yeah, rise up. <laughs> what about you? What about me? Uh, I don't know. I I like to think that I'm a you know pretty smart dude or whatever, and so I I always like you know I, I hope people 
see that I'm intelligent or whatever. Like I get competitive yeah. in like I bar, tell trivia, you're smart. bar trivia games. And then when I don't know the answer, I, then I'm like, you know. <laughs> perfect. Well, that's the perfect measure of intelligence is bar trivia games. Yes. That's how you can really tell how smart and I'm really is. bad at trivia because like if I'm on the spot, I will like lose exact. Like I don't know what it is. It'll be someone I've known for like 10 years and I'll like lose their name just because I'm on the spot. But it'll come to you right after. Yeah. No, like I would be horrible on Jeopardy. Like that would be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> would you be the one that would just keep clicking the button over and over again? Yeah. Like I would. I'm like, I know that. But yeah, I'm, I'm better at like, I have to like write things down. Like, I don't know. I have no filter. But yeah. Um, oh, oh, yeah. I forgot. All right. I'm hoping for. I'm going to pick one. In yeah, the, can from, I pick one the in the middle. middle? Yeah, go from the middle. Oh, I no. think we're just, Kendall? we're doing whatever we want here. Kendall, <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if you were invisible for a day? Now we're talking. Now we've got it. We, this is a good one. What would I do if I was <laughs> invisible for a day? Um, Gosh. Okay. I guess there's a few things that I would do if I was invisible for a day. One, I mean, I would hope that the day would fall on like Super Bowl Sunday or yeah. NBA championship or college football championship. Like, because I'm going. Like, yeah, you could just go in. I'm just going. That would I'm be going amazing. to go to whatever I want to go to. So if there's a concert I couldn't afford to get into or couldn't get a ticket to, if there's a game, I'm going. And I'm going to go onto the field. Yeah. Going onto the field as Invisible Man. Um, that I'm going to do other invisible person things that I would want to do. I mean, you know, I, I like to think of myself as, you know, fairly altruistic, but clearly I'm going to spy on people. I mean, I think if you're invisible, yeah. you're going to spy on somebody. Like, uh, I, I, man, gosh, there's probably a lot of people I'd like to spy on, like yeah. in the government or whatever. Like, right? I'd spy. I'd spy on people. All right. And then it would just be go. really sad like, to find out what people are doing. Um, I would... I would do the same thing. I would literally go to probably like uh, recording studios that I need to be a part of and just like see how, what's going on. Like I would I would find like artists I love and like listen to them make their music and Would you just sing background behind them without them yeah, knowing that you I'd were there? Yeah, I'd be like, "Hey, it's me. No, but I don't know. I yeah, that would be cool just to kind of like learn like see everything that they're doing and maybe like go to their meetings with them. Who so then which I artist could, would it be? If there was only time in the day for the one artist to be invisible sneaking in, who, who would it be? Um, I mean, I would love to see, like, I mean, I would love to work with Britney Spears. But, uh, yeah, I would love to, like, see how she makes her songs and all that. But I think it would just be cool to go to meetings with an up-and-coming <laughs> artist. Like, as maybe an Ariana person. Grande. Like, I would just, like, go to her meetings and, like, figure out what's going on. And then I can contact her people and the might, right way. It, again, it might be depressing. I know. It might be depressing it to be It is depressing, there. yeah. Like, celebrities are depressing, for sure. <laughs> like, I don't. If I get invited to a celebrity's house, I'm like, no, I don't want to go there. It's not fun. But that's why yeah. I, I think you it's, like, it's it's super safe to like be invisible and sneak into whatever event yeah, you want to go to. Concerts or yeah, just anything like that. Yeah. And that, that's exactly go what back I would do. There and help yourself to yeah. dodge your dog, you know. All right. So I'm going from the middle. I'm going in the middle too. Invisible yeah. question was in the middle. I'm going in the middle. You know what? <laughs> nope, not doing that one. I'm just gonna pick. It's like who died? Oh. Okay. This one's kind of interesting. Have you ever had a reoccurring nightmare? And if so, what was it about? Reoccurring nightmare. Um, hmm. Oh, yes. I have this one where I, so my last year in college or my last semester, it was like there was this one class I never went to. I would only go unless we had, and we, when we had tests. I have a dream about this class all the time that I didn't graduate college, which why does it really matter now? Like I'm not really using my bachelor's, but it's like, I have this dream that I literally didn't, that I didn't graduate, that it's coming back to like, do you know you didn't graduate school? You didn't go to this class? And it's like the most stressful dream of my life. What do you think it's about? 
it, it's because like I didn't go to that class. No, 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 but like, what's the? Um, I think just the stress of school. It was stressful, like Damn. tests and like. And it's still haunting you now. Yeah. Like, what school I, did you go? Do you went to Tennessee? University of Tennessee. Oh, you're a volunteer. Yeah. Sorry about your football team. It's terrible right now. It's really sad. That's rough. It's really That's sad. That's rough. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's just like with school, I had to really try really hard. Like I made really good grades, but like I was really hard on myself all the time. Like I had to like really study. So, I, yeah, so that was the thing. Yeah. Have you ever heard about the sleep paralysis dreams? I have those too. I, all right. So it's not a, re- I, I don't know that I've ever had a reoccurring <laughs> dream, but I had that happen twice. The little like furry man that comes. Well, so here's, I, I don't know about the furry man. <laughs> I didn't have the furry man. It's like a demon. I, I heard that there, there is like some sort of, you know, apparition that I've appears seen in these. Them. But in mine, I had this apartment uh, where in my room there was my bed and at the foot of the bed uh, was the, my closet door. And I often left my closet door open. Like I didn't really care or whatever. But in the sleep paralysis dream, it was like I woke up. So the dream was happening in my bedroom at night, which mm-hmm. is where I was at. And I think that's partly what makes them so crazy. And I, I was in my bed and I looked down and inside my closet was this little boy, like just standing there looking back at me. That wasn't a dream. And <laughs> it's like, and so he was there, and I couldn't move, like a sleep paralysis dream. Like I feel like I'm awake. Yeah, it's And then terrifying. the little boy started walking out of the closet and started walking all the way up to, like, right here by my head. And when he got to my head was when I woke up, oh and it was one of those like wake ups where you're like sweating and no, it's, like it's kicking awful. your your blankets off, and it was it was crazy. No. So like. I'm, all those documentaries on sleep paralysis, I'm like totally It's awful because like you can't move, but then I just saw a furry demon, so that wasn't that cool. <laughs> I don't and know which is scarier, coming... just creepy little boy or furry demon. Yeah, I haven't seen like, a furry demon I've seen demon it yet. three times. I don't oh like my... it. Oh my Each God. time, yeah. It was always the furry demon? Yeah. It's he like looks this... like a dude or he looks like an animal? It's a little furry demon. Maybe it wasn't a little boy. Maybe it was a little furry demon. <laughs> Maybe, but now I have a little light on. so. It's... Oh, you leave the light on now? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just... I think if it's pitch black, maybe that's what it was. But oh, okay, hold on. How many? We do all. Of them? You have more than I do. Compare the person you were ten years ago to who you are now. Oh. Oh. Um, I feel like I'm the same me, but hopefully less stupid. Like that—that's. That, I mean, that's right? about as far that's as so I've true. come. Like, yeah, uh, you know, financial situation is is you know, somewhat similar and it's just hopefully I'm just smarter, you know, like, uh, I don't know, guys, I don't, I don't know what our deal is. We, I really do buy into the whole, we don't mature as fast as, as women. Like, yeah, no, especially in LA. Yeah, I feel like so I made a true. lot of bad life choices, like not horrible. Like, you know, I didn't send my life in flames off a cliff. I don't think yet, but, no. uh, but no, just like, you think you get it, but you don't get it. And no, so, I think like in like your early twenties, like, which 10 years ago I was, I feel like you're always scared to be like 25. You're like, oh my God, like my like I thought my life was over if I wasn't famous is what I thought by the time I was 21. I literally thought, thought like my life was going to be over. Now I don't even really want to be famous, but you know what I mean? Like that's what I thought. So I think 10 years ago, I just really had this idea of I felt so old. I thought like everything was going to be done. And then you realize, okay, and I had these fears. And when my fears came true, now I'm not afraid of anything. So it's like it really took that to really change everything. So it's so funny, though, like I because I was kind of the same way in that I thought I thought the first book that I wrote was going to be. Yeah. Like a bestseller or whatever. I mean, it, 
and you don't know what you don't know. Like you don't until you like get into the world and you realize like, like right. man, that's like really hard, like super hard. You know, like roll of the dice. Like even for people who are really good, yeah, at least you that did kind of it. thing is really yeah. hard. You know, but it is funny to think back at like all those ridiculous expectations that we put on ourselves. Oh yeah, like, I thought if I was an extra on a TV show that I would get be given like a main role and that was like my career, <laughs> and then, and then I could do music after that. That's like literally what I thought. <laughs> Like, ridiculous. So, yeah, I just think now I see life completely differently. I do not want to be the person I was ten Or, like, years when ago. I was in high school, like, I was like, oh, sure, I'll be married idiot. by the time I'm 28. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll be rich then. Totally. I, I do have, have this disorder. And... I do think I'm rich. Like, I, <laughs> you I, just I, believe that you're rich? Yes. I've had it my whole – yeah, it's really What weird. happens in those moments when you realize that you're not rich? Well, I wake up and it's like, oh, you have negative 200 in your bank. And you're like, oh. <laughs> okay. But that... I'm driving a new car. It does not make sense. <laughs> that's, that's, that is an interesting disorder. I think you're not the alone in that disorder, though. Yeah. There's a lot of people with that disorder. Hi. We Hi. missed you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we're going to take a little bit of a break, and when we come back, we're going to get back to honesty time. So it's all... I'm all coming back. I've been, like we've been in honesty time. time. Oh, great. Well, yeah. Even more My honesty time. Is... This is the most honest more of the honest. honesty more, time. More honest. <laughs> all right, we'll be back. Honesty time. So overall, I feel like uh, things are going things are going pretty good. You guys definitely are the most talkative group oh. that I've ever had oh, in a podcast really? studio. Yeah. So when Matt first, when you first saw Matt, was your first impression? I thought he was really cute. Can you hear me out there? It's no, awkward. he can't. This is all confidential. Oh, uh, yeah. I just Until I was airs. like, oh, he's really <laughs> handsome. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what I thought. Is not normally that is he normally like the type that you would date or go for? Yeah, I feel like I don't really have a type, honestly. But yeah, I I feel yeah he he seems really cool. I like him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is there, during the do conversation, we get married like, after this? No. <laughs> no. Yes, we're going straight to Vegas, getting married. That is when you say you're down to date, you're actually down to get married. So yeah, yeah. You, we could just change the podcast. Yeah, we're gonna do some wedding bells. I love back weddings. Here. Yeah, me too, actually. I love weddings. <laughs> I've been to a lot. Yeah, I like to be in them. I was like, born to be a bridesmaid. Yeah. You know? Like, during the course of the podcast, were there any, like, red flags that you heard? Um, He said he likes trivia, Ooh. and I don't really like trivia. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Cause That's I, a deal breaker. But it's not real. It's fine. A lot of people like trivia. I just told him that I'm really bad at trivia. And, the only, yeah, the only things that, like, are different than me that I feel are, like, he likes sports and he likes trivia. I don't like sports, but I can go to a game and eat a hot dog, so it's fine. I think games are fun. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, you I know? like games. But yeah, those are the only things I could say that are, like seem different. But yeah, I think it's cool that he writes because I write. I've written a children's book that I haven't published yet. But really, I didn't yeah. know that. That's so great. Yeah, no, like I've always, I've always like I literally have written books since I was like really young. So like that's something that's really cool. But um, yeah, he seems cool. I could be, I could be down to date. Oh, okay, okay. Could we'll keep the mystery. Be. We'll keep we're the mystery. We're not sure. Yes, we're not sure. So at the end of this, we're going to be saying, are you down to date or not? With a little flashcard. Um, what do you think Matt's going to say? He'll probably be scared and he'll be like, no, this girl really? loves karaoke and like she's going to like make me sing karaoke. I feel like he might love the eccentric, your eccentric nature. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the mystery is still. Alive. I'm just an open book, you know. Like that's how I am always. So that's the thing. It's like what you get now, like is what you always get, you know. Like I don't. Yeah, most people on first dates like don't spill everything, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's just. I, I think do. that's. I think I mean, that's what this podcast is all about. I it's love about that. like spilling everything on the first date or the first meeting. So it really is about trying to get more of an in depth 
conversation going because yeah. I feel like everyone's so afraid to express exactly. everything about them. And I love that you talked about your mom. and I love that you talked about your struggles because that's what makes you you. And you exactly. don't have any fear with that, you know? And that's what I admire about you. I don't see any fear behind anything you go through, so. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna bring Matt in and we're also gonna interview him and then we're going to see if you guys are both down to date. Oh my God. Get ready. <laughs> Honesty time. So what was your first impression of Dina when she came in? Wow, I didn't, I, I didn't, I mean, it's so weird because you, I guess normally when you go on a date, like you know a little bit about the person, so. Uh, but, you know, she seemed, uh, you know, she's good looking, like, you know, she seemed nice. Like, uh, and then when she sang, though, right off the like, bat, right off the bat, that no like hesitation. <laughs> and that that kind of blew me away a little bit. Like, because she, she was like, oh, you know, I'm having securities. I'm shy. And then she's just like, well, oh, you know, and I was like, right? wow, holy cow. So I was impressed by the fact that she was just willing to, like, put herself out there and sing. And she's very open to have conversation, even about things that were you know, really hard. Uh, and so I'd say definitely intriguing. Maybe I'll use the word intriguing. Yeah. It's intriguing. The question is, are you a Britney fan? I had a crush on Britney Spears when I was really? a teenager. I thought she was. Who oh, did though? Was, I feel yeah. like I had a crush on Britney Spears. That, that baby <laughs> one more time video is like, you're like, wow, that's the school girl. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I, no, I'm not a huge Britney fan, but, no, I mean, but rock fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like the rock and roll. But like the rock version of Hit Me Baby one more time. I'm sure somebody's I'm done sure it. I'm sure there's probably so many remakes of Britney's songs. So, I mean, was the karaoke intimidating? Do you feel like... Oh, my God. I don't even know what I would do. I'm the worst singer. What like, would you your understand. song be? Like, what would your I go-to don't... song be in karaoke? Gosh. What would my go-to karaoke song? Someone... I don't know. It would probably... I don't know. Maybe... Maybe like Tom Petty or something that's... So... Something that's sing-alongy, so oh, like I can yeah. get people get, singing like, along and that I can drown it. That's right. They, if, yeah. As long as they're drowning me out, that's the that's the goal. We were we were just saying that tequila would be the best song. Tequila would be the best drink before yeah. tequila, before, and then you sing the song tequila, and then sing tequila. Like the Kiwi Herman, when you go like pointing to your front <laughs> and back. I do. You know what? I'd probably do that before I would sing. That would probably be dancing, and then just say tequila. But at the end of this, there is going to be: Are you down to date or not? Um, mm-hmm. What do you think Dina's going to say? Do you think she's going to be down? I think she would be down for at least a second date. Okay. Like, I, I don't think she's going to be like, ah, you know, he's the one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but I think she'd be down to go out at least one more time. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? You know? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I think so. They'd be completely overconfident. All right. Well, we're going to bring Dina in. We're going to see if you guys are both down to date. All right. Are you ready? Find out. Drum roll. <laughs> Drum roll. All right. So this is a faithful time when we find out if both of you guys are down to date or night. Our night. Wow. Um, I just butchered that entire ending. Uh, To see if you guys are down to date or not, um, in front of you is a flashcard. One side says down, one side says not. On the count of three, I'm going to ask you guys to reveal the side to your respected cameras and also speak inside the mic and say if you are down to date. So on the count of three, I'm going to ask you guys if you are down to date. Are you guys ready? Ready. All right. One, two, three. Uh, I'd be down. Oh, yeah. okay. I'd be down. Double yeah. down. Yeah. Okay, we both we have oh a double down. Double down. Wow. This is good. Um, so what was it, Dina, about Matt that made you want to go on a second date? He just seems genuine and smart and oh, cool. <laughs> he seemed like you get life. You either get life or you don't. I feel like you do. Like I, I don't know. I'm bad at this question. Yeah, he just seems <laughs> really cool. I don't know. How about you, Matt? Well, I, I, I was impressed by the courage. Like you... 
got out there and sang. And so like you're willing to kind of put yourself out there and uh, that that kind of thing always, I mean, that always impresses me. And, you know, and, and again, like I know we say like we were teasing about being nice, but no, you seem nice. Like you're like a nice person. Like you're not going to be like, criteria, kindness, you know, a I jerk on the, <laughs> you know, on the first or second date or whatever, which, oh, and, and you have nice eyes. So oh, thank you. My you question too. is, is the first date going to be karaoke? Well, I guess not. <laughs> I am a karaoke DJ on Wednesday I will Wednesday go. Just night. don't expect me to sing. Okay, if you guys do karaoke, I want video proof of the karaoke Well, I thought experience. she was coming You're on our, our first date. I'll so, go. Yeah. Okay, I'll go. Right. We'll do a, what's yeah. it? It's a duet. Bring, your, a, bring your guy with you. Double date karaoke. Yes, I bring host it on. karaoke. That's what I do one night a week. All right. <laughs> I'm completely down. I would love to see Joe sing. Oh, she's down. So <laughs> you needed to turn up your card. Yeah, she's down, down for I'm our karaoke date. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here, Matt, Dina. Thank you for being vulnerable on the podcast. I always love when people can be truthfully themselves and not be afraid to kind of like say things that are sometimes scary to talk about, especially that question jar that got really in depth. Yeah, right. It was intense. Yes, very intense. All right. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Dina, for coming on the podcast. Make sure if you guys like this video, don't be afraid to rate, review, subscribe, share with all your friends. We absolutely love hearing what you guys think. And until next time, this has been Down to Date with Kendall Long.